Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, fuck it, take it back A nigga back the fuck up, don't make me get up in your shit like the maggots do Skiing on a slope, you been scheming on the low Lately I've been having visions anxious, I got anxiety Thumbing through my message, wrong people stand beside me Um, I'm losing focus, I did this shit to help the kids And now I'm rapping about fast cars and hoes Yeah, I'm hopeless and ain't no coming back to save the boy Make a toe tip, this loving basketball, I'm about one That's enough flex in one evening, perplex Do it for the likes while I do it for the checks Do you understand larger than you? I'm working for the man, Robbie Dean, the chosen one it was written in the sands, okay. damn I swam through reasonable doubt wow. I fed you bar for bar, flames, 11 shows now I can feel it in the air, they know who the man now Watch my next trick, we can see who can bring them out, motherfucker Yeah, toe for toe, who wanna go with the goat? I was clocking all the hours, why they took me for a joke? Now your cousin and your baby daddy don't even come close Tell them cheers, give them toast when he dropped that mixtape, you know me and the gang, we gon' roast Fuck his feelings, he a, he a hoe That trash shit, it gotta go And when I drop, boy, you already know It's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of me, Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 18, Fresh Out the Pen, Swipe Life and Rocco Returns. Yeah, in this episode, man, I link up with alumni's of me, Blanc Amigo. Two of my homies from episode one, we don't want that fit and all. Rocco and Swipe Life come back to do a new episode um, the reason I actually brought them two together was because uh, Swipe Life had just recently came out of prison, so I wanted that prison interview. So I got that. I got a little bit of entertainment. Um, one of the main questions I had to ask these guys was, uh, did they feel that Future Rain was coming to to an end? Because I knew that they grew up as Future Heads, so. We talked about that. Um, Rocco came in to give his background story and, you know, what led to him doing what he has to do to survive in this world. And, um, yeah, Swipe Life was just giving me the inside information on prison life, man. Uh, other than that, we talked about the MGK Eminem shit. Um, all other shit, man. Prison shit. Uh, surviving music industry. Um Niggas being snitches and being honored. Everything, man. The interview's all over the place. Dope. A1, A1. Again, another freestyle. A1, A1. I don't know when I'm going to announce that I'm going to sign with somebody, but I'm sure it's going to happen pretty soon. Other than that, man, like, comment, subscribe. Like the white girls in the valley say. I'm out. First day you're going in, right? The gates close behind you. This is your first time in prison, right? What are you thinking in your head? Yeah, I'm thinking like, oh shit, okay, it's my first time, you know what I mean? I'm fucking, I'm gonna give me some tattoos in this motherfucker. Uh, it's gonna be fine.
advices, you know what I'm saying? Just be correct on anything. <laughs> um, the door closes on you. In your mind, is this a game to you? Do you uh, start to think like, oh shit, this shit finna be like the movies? What's going through your mind as you instantly walk to your room and see your roommate and all that shit? I mean, once I got down, went to my own. Um, Did you have roommates? My dorm, nah, it was open book, so I'm just like, all right. Oh, last, yeah. person, last person I came from, the process of folk, motherfuckers getting stabbed, and these young niggas on the guy, it's gonna be some grown, grown man shit type of shit, but. So somebody got stabbed? And my last one over there, yeah. Oh shit. Okay. okay. How many prisons you want to? Oh, in total, I was there. Yeah. And he wants to see. Damn. One, two, three. Three. You was in three prisons. Why? The first one was the process me. I didn't know where I was going. That's when he was shaking. He was at the brown clothes. Then he got stabbed with a child and uh, put some money down. The next one I went to was green clothes. And, then, and after that, I went to the green clothes and Raleigh. Get my teeth pulled, we'll send you a prison. They got niggas in there for a little shit like that, you know. Um, in prison, are they using you as um a profit, a dollar sign? Like, do you have a job, an assigned duty every day in jail, in prison? I mean, they try to give you a job as soon as they can. They put you on DOT, mm -hmm. and the state might pay you seven dollars an hour or seven twenty-five an hour. They only pay you seventy cents a day, yeah. shit like that. Um, they, they put you to work, man, because everything will be run by inmates, kitchen, cleaning, maintenance. And what did you do in prison? Well, I did. Um, I did DOT enough until I found out how to bring tobacco back in, and that was just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you snuck in tobacco yeah. to the prison? Um, how valuable is tobacco in the prison as far as the black market and sneaking it in? I'll tell you this, you lose your best friend with a cigarette. If you smoke one and they ain't smoking one way, but the motherfuckers ain't have one to eat. They just get choked out for not sharing cigarettes. <laughs> Shit, um, that cigarette is very profitable. When it ain't nothing, ain't nobody smoke for a week. You probably make it. And that's exactly where I wanted to go with it with you. Um, commissary. What, uh, who, well, I guess I'm going the wrong way with the question. The no, question is, right yeah, who, the guy who has the most commissary, he's the top dog on campus, correct? Commissary don't mean nothing. You got tobacco, you roll in the camp. You got drugs, you roll in the camp. Because it feels like you're still on the outside world, be able to smoke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you smoke on the outside world, you want to smoke a cigarette in there, man. All I never want to do is just smoke and y'all didn't do his time. Really? So, what is a normal scheduled day in prison like? Do y'all take a shower in the morning? Take a shower in the morning, take a shower. Okay. Take a shower two o'clock in the morning if I want. Okay. Wake up on the day, take a shower. 
All right, so continue. You wake up, they kick you out the dorm, you have to go where? Breakfast? No, I gotta go on the um, yard. It's, it's close to clean. After you clean it, a couple of hours come back. So, as you're coming, when the hell do you get to eat then? You eat. At 11, 4, On Saturdays, you eat at like 6. But see, I, I got fired from the DOT and worked in the kitchen, so I just, I ate when I wanted to eat, and whatever that I know that's special in the kitchen mm -hmm. that people don't really get, and they don't sell in the canteen, I'm wrapping it up. Mm -hmm. Put it in my pocket when I'm selling it. Rocco. Yeah. How's life going for you? Uh, I, I've seen better days, man, but it's alright. It's, it's alright. I can't complain. Now, you're both alumni of this show. Episode one, we don't want that fitting all. Um, how has life been for both of you since the show? Um, have your DMs lit up? Have you become stars? Are you men who can get into important places now is the most important question I'm asking. Uh, it just depends, you know, where we're going. Like, you know, certain people just can't walk up to a, a certain neighborhood and go buy some weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But certain people can. You know? Okay. I, you know? So, I never really got your bio and your background and what got you to this point of life. Mm. Well, basically, you know, it all began on Farm Pond. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where I was raised. I was born in New York, you know what I'm saying? So, I got a, a hustling background. Right. You know, from the mean streets of Mount Vernon, where I was born. And, you know, my family, you know, older family members that I looked up to, you know, that's that's what really got me into the game, you know, like, I just wanted money, I needed money, I was broke as fuck, right. and I didn't have nobody else to ask, so, you know. I, so, around the time I met you, was that around the time you jumped in, or was it way before that time? I think I met you in middle school. No, I'm talking about... By the time I met you and you, I got that two for five, you know, whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I was in the game. As they say, I hopped off the porch. So, at what age did life force you to do what you had to do? I said about 19, no, about 20. I had left my grandma's house for the second time. Mm -hmm. And I was basically homeless. I didn't have nowhere to go. So I found this 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 dude. He was like, you know how you got the guys who living off kind of living off welfare a little bit, like social security check and whatnot, you know, yeah. shit like that. So I was living with him, and I was lying to him and telling him that I, um, I had a child support check coming. <laughs> but I was lying though, you know what I'm saying? But he like. He forgot a lot of shit, so of course he would constantly ask me, but I would always tell him, tell him the same thing, and uh, he just never noticed. I stayed with him for like a year or two, and I fucked around and had one of my friends come through to fucking pick me up so we could go ride around, just chill or whatever. Police wanted to 
come up behind them and like ask them a question and search in the car and shit, found some shit. One of my dumbass friends told me they were waiting on me. Mm -hmm. He come and knock on the door, search my shit. Damn. They didn't find shit, but my homeboy had baggies and a scale. All right. So they fucked around and um, evicted us for that. Okay, so you're a person who had to bounce around to survive since mm -hmm. you left your grandma's. Yeah, the house hopper, couch rocker. What was the lowest low for you? Damn. Describe that time for you. The what was the lowest low, low? Yeah. The lowest low would be like, I remember not having no money, so I would steal food out the uh, grocery stores. Like candy, like a big ass bag of candy. Someone that would fill me up, probably a drink or some shit. And I just get by like that. What age was this? I was like 19. So you're 19, you're broke, borderline poor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to make a joke of it. <laughs> Pretty much though. Pretty much. And um is this when you just decided like fuck it to get in the game? I was just like, I was already fucking with some shit. You know, I kept a little weed, but I can never like I was here in front of it. I wasn't making money. They uh -huh. were inconsistent. I was fucking up packs. So by this time, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to give you a pack and I ain't going to fuck it up. <laughs> and that's basically what I did. Like, I, I wouldn't eat until I read up. I wouldn't do nothing until I read up. That was my priority. I you know, um, when I had my little spurt of doing what I do, and I got in and I got out. The shit that drove me into the shit was just motherfucking listening to Future Itching. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah. I'm riding around the city and I got my calculator. I'm a motherfucking monster when it come to getting that paper. I felt him on that. My question to you two is, do you feel it's over for future? As an artist, I think it's over for him. Not necessarily, but if he continue going like into all these different lanes, mm -hmm. it's really over him. But he can write music though. Right. You know what I mean? He can still, you know, he can still write music for people. He might get into producing. There's so much shit you can do. He, he might focus on a, a younger artist to carry his legacy, you know what I'm saying? But as an artist, he, he he's not at, the, at his pinnacle no more. Like he's 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 going down that 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 little down slope. What? Or maybe it's like what you call stagnant. Like maybe he's just like he ain't going nowhere. He's just stuck. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's not so much that he going down. He's just gonna be stuck at the same level. Instead of what would it take for him? For you to believe. Well, one, my question is, was Future at his height when he released that double album last year? Nah, I think he was just doing something. Hendrix and uh, the other shit. Hendrix. Future and Hendrix. Yeah, Future and Hendrix. Was he at his height when that dropped? I was screaming. He, well, he was at his height, but like I felt like he did it just to pay Rocco back. Mm. And I, 
I just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, he ain't really put much into it. You, you said know? it ain't nothing like that. What now? Ain't nothing like that streets calling. That's that, that's that shit trapping outside the rain type. You, 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 I don't know, man. That just was something different. He was the hottest motherfucker out in the streets when that shit came by. Make you want to get rid of little trap and everything. Yeah. You feel good about trapping down listening to that shit. Now, while you was in prison, back on you, Swipe Life, how in touch was the inside with the outside as far as the entertainment industry? Knowing who was coming up, knowing who was hot, knowing the newest songs. Did y'all keep in touch? Hell yeah, it's TV. You got, you got cable. You got, motherfuckers, you got motherfuckers that just keep prescribed. Magazine mail, like double XL mail. Subscribe in prison and still come to them. All type of shit. We watch Wild and Out. Wild and Out have a lot of new artists with there, too. I mean, um, yeah, we keep up on it. Because new people keep coming in. Right. And uh, who's the most highest, the highest profile person you was in prison with? The motherfucker who most did the craziest shit or the person who was associated with a superstar or some shit like that? Okay. Say you was in jail with Bow Wow's cousin. Hey man, like, <laughs> motherfuckers be lying, so we, I don't even pay attention to that shit. I just see how you move, but you, you got that bread with Okay, so, as far as prison goes, there's a warden, correct? personal complaint. What did you hate the most about prison? I hated just being in there, but I mean it most. You can't do that without nobody telling them really. Ah. Uh, I said really, I mean just getting out. And were you cool with the guards or were guards assholes or did they waste your time and shit? What was up? On a scale of one to ten, you was locked up for eight months. How badly did you miss being home? Your lady, your parents, all that, friends, all that shit. I'm, man, bad is that's being like ten. One to ten is ten because you can't do nothing. Ain't nothing. You can't do nothing. You cherish. People cherish five dollars. People really cherish a little bit of amount of money. They can't do nothing. Out here, I can make some money, so can't do nothing now. Okay. Last question for now. <clears throat> then we're gonna speak on some entertainment shit. Um, when you came home, what was the biggest difference that you noticed from when you went in? Anything? It is slimy as ever. <laughs> that's the biggest difference. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference I see, man. Ain't, ain't really no difference. Okay, what was that answer? If you will. Well, what, 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 the answer that I said. Yeah. What was the biggest <laughs> difference? 
Because you clearly <laughs> said it gets slimy as ever. It gets slimy as ever, man. The streets are acting crazy, got stitching and all. Motherfuckers are really stitching now. And I ain't scared. They was just snitching for real. I heard, you know, I ain't no nigga in the streets. I just keep it a thigh wow, word to bow wow. Um, Somebody like Casanova or somebody said to the degree that like niggas celebrate snitches now. I think it is because I feel like snitching like niggas don't even know the definition of snitching because niggas snitch on their sales like mm -hmm. niggas just snitch and don't even know they're snitching. I was watching this interview with P.B. Kirkland. Y'all know who that is? Yeah. Okay. So I was watching the interview with him, and he was just telling like he won't. He you can't pay him to tell his story. Mm -hmm. That would be snitching. <laughs> all think about you know all the people who tell their story like tell you know all the drugs, all the shit, all the shit, the story what really happened. All these famous drug dealers. Right. They snitching on themselves. They yeah. snitching. They telling the story that happened in the streets. And when you're in the streets, you can't say shit. Even if, even if your nigga get killed and you see it and you gotta you gotta testify. Once you testify on the stand, you snitching. You can't come back from that. Two things on the streets, you cannot come back from the streets. So the yeah. you two niggas would never testify is what y'all are saying under any circumstance. Mm. I'm just tripping you asked me that question. I'm as solid as a rock over here. Alright, so did you listen to the Eminem and MGK diss? Nah. That ain't my type of <laughs> ain't my type of music, ain't my type of audience, ain't my type of shit, I can't. What about you, Rocco? Yeah, I listened to that shit. That shit was hard. Who do you side with? Because I, it, it got to a debate on Facebook. I'm with I'm with MGK and Joe Budd. Fuck that. Eminem was weak as hell for coming out after all these years, uh -huh. talking shit about all this shit. Now, as an artist, I think, if I'm listening to it, like, literally, just for the music-wise, the, you know, it was dope. I liked it. It was Eminem. It was Eminem. Like, that was him. But just what he was talking about, which wasn't really shit, but, you know, you kind of dissed a couple people in there. That shit was kind of lame. If that was the case, you should have just, you know what I mean? You, you kind of should have just made a regular album, not no diss album. Just just regular shit. Re regular slip shady shit. But you came out kind of like trying to get at niggas and niggas came kind of got back at you like. Alright, so my question to you is. <clears throat> who had a better song? Song-wise? Song-wise, not rap-wise. Who had a better song? I mean, I like the album. I think, you know, I think Eminem killed it. The The comeback was like, he just, everything he said was real. I felt him, and I'm with that. I mean, lyric-wise, just like the sound of how it went, I didn't like it as much. But I think, you know, the content was there. The nigga was really used to, like, basically, like, you like this hell, you old as fuck, you kinda not good as you used to be, hands down. Alright, so, 
M is a legend. He is a top five. He's a GOAT. All that shit, man. The thing with Eminem is he hasn't talked about shit in a long time, but a lot of people are giving him ammo to go at because right now the tide is turning and niggas is disrespecting him. Um, he can rap his ass off, bro. Uh, one of the greatest dictionary rappers of all time, as I say. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, man. I don't think he's the best rapper of all time. I say Jay is a bigger rapper than him to me. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. So, back to the conversation, man. Um, what are the next moves for Swipe Life? Basically, for me. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Before you explain. I want you to really get in depth right here. Put me in the mindset. You ain't even got to tell me what you exactly do, but you are a man coming home from prison, a black man. Explain to the next black man what are his next few steps he should be doing when he comes home from prison. Well, in my situation, this came home a week ago, had a baby two days ago. You got you got to put the kicking it over grind. Over grind. That's what I'm doing. I ain't, I ain't worried about nothing nobody else doing. I'm trying to give me some, you know, a couple, a couple of blue onions, man. Not even a couple, a couple, of, a couple of little plastics, I should say. Mm. That's all I need. Right around, get some junkies and all that. <laughs> now, do you have a strict PO? They all the same to me. I mean, yeah, all right. They all the same when they ball down to it. If they boss out and tell you to lock you up, then they ain't gonna listen to their boss. They ain't gonna ball down to it. Mm. I'm still smoking weed. I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before I let you get up out of here, let me see if there's anything else I need to ask you. Um. Oh yeah, so you're in prison, right? You notice um, people who have lighter sentences like you. Yeah. Few months, few years, whatever. Short times. Yeah, versus people who are there for life. Yeah. Describe the difference in how certain people move. <clears throat> like that person will move versus that person. I mean. It depends on the camp you have. You got maximum, medium, or green. Well, I'm at, I'm at green, so if somebody's doing life, they work their way to get a map, which means they, they work their way to come back out in the streets. Mm. They go work on giving them parole and work on giving them a uh, our job. The last two years, when they get out, so they come out with a couple of thousands. Mm. Um, so they're they not really more so trying to fuck up or do anything wrong or spaz out how you might think they might spaz out because they got life they trying to get this shit back on track to work on getting back out or you know what i'm saying parole and shit versus other people they get out quick mm -hmm. it's just more i don't know man everybody just be so happy to go home be like i go home i go home just gotta thank people that got life around you they don't want to hear that shit mm. now 
somebody who's there for life, um, how quick are they to start some shit? They're not quick to start no shit because they know they get into the right of If they working their way to the floor map for them to get back out and they, they got life, they not trying to do nothing because a writer can kind of fuck up that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What little fight the fuck up you leaving out in the next two years? You might be doing 30 years, but the next two years you can leave. Damn. And you're going to leave with some money. Like, like 70000 or whatever. Damn. And so, why would you fuck it up? True. Um, can you speak on you joining a set? I really can't speak on that though, man. I really can't. It's depending on what you're asking. <coughs> Did going to prison cause you to join a set? It really didn't cause me. It wasn't no get down and lay down shit. Listen to all that. It wasn't no get down and lay down shit. Okay, so what uh, enticed you to join a set while you got into prison? Enticing to join. Yeah. More of like, I look at like more of like way of moving organization type shit. I can make something off of it too. Mm -hmm. We have connections with other people. I feel you. So, once you're in and you get in in jail, I mean in prison, are you starting to become more focused on the fuck shit or are you becoming more productive within the shit? It's the same. It's the same. It's the same step for me. I'm still gonna be thinking about getting money. Mm. And, 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 I mean, I already see no difference. You, you slime me or slime me, you out, man. <laughs> All right. And my last question to you: What did you steal from somebody in jail, in prison? <laughs> you out now. You can speak on it. Nah, you stole a slope bar from somebody. Nah, I ain't stealing nothing, man. Luckily, my homeboys and my, 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 one of my homeboys and my, you know, my girl and stuff, they helped me, they helped me, with, helped me with money while I'm in there, so I ain't have to really get on no fuck shit. Mm. Rocco. Yo. Um, what's going on in the anime world? It's pretty crazy right now, I ain't gonna lie. It's going down. You got Black Cold Clover. <laughs> you got uh, My Hero Academia. Oh my bad, Academia. Um, shit, and Baruto. It's the hottest things out right now. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is the Boondocks anime? No. Somebody said it's anime because of the way that it's drawn. I mean, it's an animated series. You know, they got different levels to this shit. Mm -hmm. They got motion comics. You know what I mean? They got anime. Anime to me mm -hmm. is more so like Japanese. Like I'm watching it in Japanese with English subtitles. That's anime. Mm -hmm. You can watch the same anime with you know in English without the subtitles and shit, but it sounds different. It sounds kinda lame. You still fucking with the fire stick? Yeah, hell yeah. Alright. 
So I just joined Fire Stick Gang. Gang, gang, we in the gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Um, first, what program do you use? Uh, I think Titanium. Titanium is that that's where you go to watch your movies and shows. Correct. I, I believe so, but we but it's like I it's like Titanium program, but I click on Placenta. Mm. Like uh, you know how you gotta exit this covenant. All right. You got a different movie and TV show right shits. Okay, so my question to you is, what are some of the best series, shows, or movies? You could just recommend in a couple of minutes, seconds, whatever you need to take. Just speak to the Dexter, world. Oh, that Game shit. of Thrones, Snowfall, uh, Queen of the South, um, Ozark, uh, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Mayans. Uh, the new show? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Alright, fuck it. We can cut you off right there. Um, Where do you rank Game of Thrones as all-time television shows? Because I, I got a follow-up. That's hard, but That's hard, bro. You can't really... There's too many TV shows. I don't want to hear that shit. For me, are you confident? Lifetime, you confident in the art, or are you not? I'm confident. In it. It's top. It's 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 up there. Like it's up there. Yeah. I can't think of no TV shows from back in the day that was dope, except for Twenty Four. I got one show better. What? Breaking Bad. And we, 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 what show we just talking about? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's like. I wanna hear oh, it was a different story nah, line. Nah, is nah. the show better than the other show? Nah, nah. That's that's a hard one, but I'm gonna go with Game of Thrones because I like medieval times. So you have seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, I I seen the whole shebang. I seen both of them up to that. I got another show for you. Sons of Anarchy. Crack. If you wanna cry. <laughs> if you want to be happy, be mad, be sad all along with these niggas, watch that shit. You're going to be mad as fuck. You're going to be, bro, I'm trying to tell you. I cried, bro. So that's two shows I just named better than Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. I don't know. <coughs> but I have seen all of those shows. All of them. All of the episodes. And they are up there, though. I'm say that. Right. Game of Thrones got everything power got. I never seen power. So describe to me. No, I watched the first season. That was it. Describe to a person that hasn't seen anything to do with power in a few sentences what they missing out on. Uh, sex, drugs, violence, love, family, friendship. Everything you feel in a normal life. Is in power. You can choose who you are. And before I let you two niggas get up out of here, is there anything you want to speak on or say? Anything you want to get off your chest and let the world know? Fuck the world, not the people. <laughs> Alright, so you two did a thing in episode one. 
I want you to, I didn't get y'all to say this the first time, give me one good thing and one bad thing about what you do right now in life. Like, talk to these little kids. One good thing I do, I can make some quick money. One bad thing I do, I leave you with no money. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. That was real. Shit, one thing I can tell you good. You can learn how to network with people. One bad thing, you can end up dead. Yeah. You know, it's one of the type of things you get in and get out. How much you want it, you feel me? And that'll be another fire-ass episode. I appreciate y'all niggas, man. Real sound shit. <laughs> I'ma holler at y'all. I'm out. Peace. And that'll be another dope-ass episode of Me Blanc Amigo, episode 18, fresh out the pen. Swipe life and Rocco returns, man. I appreciate y'all listening all the way through if you got to this point, man. Even if you didn't, man, blessings upon blessings. I'm going to be nice to motherfuckers today. I'm going to be real. I'm in a good mood. Uh, yeah, man, tune in for another episode next time. You already know it'd be bigger, bigger, better, 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 more legendary. You already know how we do. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Like the white girls in the valley. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me slow it down real quick. Let me give out some of my uh, social medias. Uh, follow my Instagram at Robbie Y, R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Follow my Twitter at R-A-R-E-X-C-O-M-M-O-D-I-T-Y. That's Rare X Commodity. Uh, other than that, yeah, just follow them to get them numbers up and your boy will start interacting with y'all. Once again, man, like comment subscribe like the white girls in the valley say i'm out